You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Hello, Dave here with Casey. We're the Football Dudes, and you have just crossed over into the Trend Zone. Casey. I'm riding shotgun, baby. Ow! <laughs> right in today's episode, we'll talk some new QB action in the Big Apple. We'll get into our survivor picks, fantasy go-backs, and injuries. And, of course, we'll preview some of the biggest games coming up in week four of the NFL. But before we get to all that, Casey, as usual, we got to get it started with the big gold tasting nug for the people. What you got? Oh, here's a super tasty nug, dude. An eighth. Down to eight undefeated teams, bro, in the NFL. And four of those, I'm talking about the Bills, Lions, Packers, and Niners didn't even make the playoffs last year, dude. That's why we love this league, baby. Every team's got a shot. <laughs> every well, team has Except hope, the man. Dolphins. Except the <laughs> oh, Dolphins. Every team. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about the draft yet, Casey. Come on. That's All right, right, Casey, you know what I like about this? Is, and this is the NFL. This isn't college ball, baby. Through three weeks, 54%. That is over half the game's. That's my that's my math on that, Casey. Have been decided by seven points or less. So one score games. Every single game comes down to the wire. Last drive. Who's going to win it, man? I love it. So does Las Vegas, baby. Oh my God. But Dave, you know, hey, it's a, it's been a tough week. I think we need an extra nug for this journey into the trend zone, brother. Can I buy one off you? You got it. Ready, dude. The most starting quarterbacks in the history of the NFL to start games of 26 years of age or younger has happened this season. We got 20 of them in week three, dude. It is wow. a young man's game. That's crazy. No doubt about it, dude. And from the beginning of the year, this is co tied in with that. Six of the starting quarterbacks from the beginning of the year, obviously including a handful of the older guys, uh, not starting uh, moving forward here for the time being, at least some of them out for the year. So uh, Casey, wow. Let's get things going with trending stories. But as I mentioned at the top, we've got um, a new quarterback in New York, but it's sort of tempered with a little bit of uh, disappointment as well. What do you got? Yeah, dude. Um, the good news, I guess there's what are you more stoked about or what are you more bummed about if you're a Giant fan? I guess they're going to be more stoked on Daniel Jones, dude. He came in and showed great composure and stuck with the game and had the huge comeback win. It was the Bucks, but it was still done in epic fashion. A couple rushing TDs, a couple passing TDs, instant chemistry with Sterling Shepard. Uh, I think that's definitely got giant fan re-energized, bro. No doubt about it. And the disappointing uh, thing that goes along this uh, with that Casey Saquon Barkley uh, injured there out probably four to eight weeks. But you know what? Hey, Everything's looking good in the Big Apple with Daniel Jones putting the ball on the money, looking good. This is this is an exciting exciting start for Daniel Jones. We'll see if uh, where he can go from here. Yeah, fantasy owners are up, jump out there and get Gallman, uh, the running back. If you were sitting on top of that waiver wire, you're going to be pretty stoked, I think. <laughs> okay, Casey, you know who's not stoked? Stoked is Falcons fans and Keanu Neal. Uh, second year in a row, Keanu Neal. Uh, gets banged up early in the season and will not be part of the campaign. Uh, tough break when uh, a, a key player, a young guy like that for that Atlanta Falcons defense goes down uh, early. And, man, that's disappointing. Yeah, total bummer for those cats. 
All right, Dave, let's move it on, brother. We're talking survival pool. We implemented a three strikes rule in our league, and yeah. it has been very helpful. Let's me live to at least week four. <laughs> Say this about you. Who did you pick? Casey, I went with the Cowboys using the anybody playing the Miami Dolphins theory, and it paid off, baby. I went with the boys. How about them Cowboys? That's right, dude. I was sweating a little bit right before halftime. Could have been uh, 13 to 10. Dolphins could have been um, leading that thing, but they weren't. Cowboys pulled through, baby. I had them as well, so I lived to fight another week. All right. Most popular correct pick was, of course, your Dallas Cowboys, Casey. Most popular incorrect pick was the Seattle Seahawks. Man, that Seahawks team coming out the gates a little sluggish this year, man. Yeah, I actually had them in another um, big money knockout pool, so Seahawks did me dirty. It did me dirty, Dave. Sorry to hear that. But hey, going into next week, um, you get to put your theory to the test. The most popular pick heading into week four is your Los Angeles Chargers over hey, those Dolphins. Hey, if you got to travel across, <laughs> across the country, hey – what more inviting place than the Miami, you know, the uh, the beaches down there. Sounds like a nice little vacation for my Chargers. Um, <laughs> hopefully they take care of business. They need a win. They need a healing win here. And uh, obviously fantasy uh, survival fans will be uh, jumping onto the Chargers bandwagon at least for this week, man. Oh, Yeah. All right, Case, let's move it along. The This is the, the section that people clamor for every week. It's the fantasy go-back <laughs> starts of the, of the week. Um, for me, Casey, in both of my leagues, right, I was yeah. completely and utterly destroyed. Both uh, I lost one by, uh, by 50 and another by eight, almost Ouch. 80 points. So uh, there was nothing at all that I could do. I could uh, have started all of my bench as well as my starters, and still come up short. Oh, dude, I had the Snivellers last week, and apparently um, once once a season, the Snivellers rise up and play a good <laughs> fantasy football game, and it came against me. I got smacked by a hand. The top on those Snivellers. Instead, I'm looking up at one and two right now. I do not like it. Got to bounce back. All right, hopefully it's just once a year as I face the Snivellers this week. Oh, all right, Dave, let's get to some real football, bro. Yeah. We'll get it started, Casey, with the Thursday night action. Finally, hopefully one of these primetime games doesn't completely stink. For whatever reason, the primetime games have been a letdown, but this one is a nice billing as the Philadelphia Eagles Head to Lambeau Field to take on the Green Bay Packers in that strong new Packers D. Packers at home, favored by four and a half. Yeah, dude, and we talked about it on the um, three and out last week that this is uh, what I'm calling a must win for these Eagles, man. Oh, you heard um, it, folks. Yeah, that's right. I mean, they've been really beat up, and it, they've had a tough time, and the schedule's been a little bit tough on them. But uh, it's hard that you need a must win going into Green Bay, but there is a ton of reason to be happy for the Eagles. Carson Wentz, dude, he's coming back. He's obviously uh, the heart and soul of that offense, and they, they're they going to go as he goes. They should be getting uh, – got Alshon Jeffrey. I think he's going to play Thursday. Still no Better. Deshaun. But uh, still plenty to work with there uh, on offense there. And Jordan Howard, man, they got to figure out a way to get this guy uh, more involved. He's a uh, he's the you know he came over from the Bears 
And I think uh, the more they can run the ball, that opens up that play action and make those. I hate to say RPO, David. I'm going to say it. Um, RPO more effective. And obviously, Zach Ertz is there, too. So um, they got to find a way to get a gun. No turnovers. And that's a uh, that's going to be tough on Thursday. Yeah, don't forget Miles Sanders, the rookie running back. He's also in the mix there. But let's talk about this Green Bay squad at home, dude. The Green Bay Packers have been playing defense like they haven't in years under Mike Patton. With the offseason acquisitions, young talent, really, really aggressive play, making plays on defense. On offense, you've got Aaron Rodgers. He's like a ticking time bomb, ready to explode, really, because ultimately this new Matt LaFleur offense hasn't really hit its stride yet. But, man, once they get that thing in gear, they're going to really start taking off. Plenty of talent on that side of the football but now the the Packers are more balanced with the strong defense, man. This is going to be a tough situation. Like, you, if you want to call this a must-win for the Eagles, you're right. You do not want to be heading to, to Lambeau Field this weekend to play these Packers. They're strong right now, dude. All right. Let's get to Sunday's action. We're talking Kansas City Chiefs at the Detroit Lions. And the Chiefs are six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Man, and, yeah, and, and rightfully so, because these Chiefs can score on anybody, and they're likely going to make this thing um, a shootout because that's what they do. But the Chiefs, with Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid running the show there, uh, they, they can plug in any old running back, whether it's the old McCoy or, or one of the younger dudes, and they can get a ton of pro- productivity out of the position. No Tyreek Hill, no problem. Uh, Kelsey hasn't even really blown up yet. And on the other side of the football, this defense is better than it was last year. I'm sorry to say, last year they were great at getting after the quarterback because they had a lead all the time. But this defense is more balanced right now than it was last year. And this Kansas City Chiefs team right now looks like they have taken a step forward from last year's squad that was inches away from the Super Bowl. Yeah, just one little offsides. Oh, I kept him out. But, dude, let's talk about these Detroit Lions, man. We knew the Chiefs were going to be good. I don't think anybody thought that the Lions would be doing what they're doing. Yeah, and and they're, you know, if they get that win against the Cardinals, which they should have, they'd be sitting at 3-0, but they did get a tie out of it. Uh, It's not the worst thing in the world there. Matt Stafford's been pretty solid. It's going to have to watch the stuff that he forces, um, the turnovers. But he's been um, pretty good with the ball so far this season. Obviously, Kenny Galladay is an emerging star at the wide receiver position. But last week, it was really Marvin Jones that destroyed the Eagles. So... Um, there's, and you got Danny Amendola there that comes over doing things the Patriot way. That's really helping out Matthew Stafford there. Uh, on Johnson's coming on to the big back out of Auburn. So now they have a, some run threat, which they haven't had in the past few years, mm-hmm. and that's working out. But they're also playing mean defense, dude. Um, turning the ball, getting some turnovers there. So, and um, Devon Kennard, dude, this cat's got three sacks on this season already. So nice balance there. There's Patricia starting to put a stamp on it, yeah. get the offensive production. But, uh, man, that's going to be a tough, tough game against the Chiefs, bro. All right, up next, it's going to be the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. Who knew uh, in week four this was going to be one of the highlight <laughs> games, Casey, but the Patriots on the road against a surprising Buffalo Bills team, Patriots favored by seven. 
Yeah, dude, battle of the undefeateds in the East. Let's just say for a second that somehow the Patriots lose this game. It's not going to happen, Dave, but <laughs> they'd be looking up at the undefeated Bills. But the Patriots do just – the defense is so insane this year. You know what you're getting on offense, but the D is just dominating there. They're shutting teams down, getting a lot of turnovers, and taking some of those turnovers to the house. So if this is the formula they're using moving forward, man, that is going to be bad news um, for the rest of the teams in the league. Cause uh, you know, obviously on the other side, there's Mr. Tuami Brady there. So um, I'm just completely stoked on this defense. I didn't see that coming in. It's um, you didn't see Bill Belichick rest- fielding a defense. <laughs> okay. It's making the rest of the league pay though. That's for sure. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, Casey, the the surprise here really is this Buffalo Bills squad uh, coming to the, out, out of the gates here uh, undefeated. Uh, Josh Allen has put, has played some pretty good football here. The mix at running back with the young guy and the older guy uh, allowed them to get rid of McCoy there, and they're still fine at that position. They've got a lot of younger talent on that side of the ball, and, and on the defensive side, obviously, Playing strong defense has been one of the things the Buffalo Bills have been doing for a handful of years here. Um, it'll be fascinating to see if they can really uh, keep this game close and even come out with a win with this against this Patriots team. Like you said, wouldn't that be a surprise uh, at the end of week four if the Buffalo Bills wow. are on top of that division? Very, very exciting for Bills fans. Oh, yeah, dude, they'd be jumping off those RVs, breaking those tables like nobody's business, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next, we have the Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears, and the Bears are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home, dude. All right, well, we've got the uh, Minnesota Vikings playing extremely well defensively. That's no surprise right there. Uh, on the offensive side, Dalvin Cook has been the story, really, running amok, uh, generally speaking, on this season. The guy that we saw glimpses of when he wasn't hurt and this is exactly what we expected kind of yeah. a fully healthy Dalvin Cook we know what they've got at the receiving uh, position with Dalen and Diggs and uh, as long as Cousins can play mistake free football not force things that don't need to be forced let the game come to him strong defense strong running game solid if not exceptional receivers, Cousins just needs to play a role in there and not do too yeah. much. And this Minnesota team is in great shape. Heading to Chicago is going to be a challenge, though. Yeah, dude, this is a huge game because both these teams already have a loss in the division, and every team in this division has at least two wins, and they're all looking up at the 3-0 Packers. So, wow. you know, whatever team loses this is drop into one and two in the division and that's bad news but let's talk about these bears dude a ton of expectation moving into this season and so far the matt Nagy offense hasn't looked that great on monday night they did it against the skins but everybody's been doing that so it's like i don't (laughs) i don't know if that means offense is clicked in or not so um it's not going to get easier (laughs) on sunday that's for certain against those vikings but um they got to figure out a way to run the ball I, they haven't been running all that well. Cohen's not a gadget player, but he's not between the tackles. That's the David Montgomery, the rookie out of Iowa State. So just got to get more production from that offense. But you turn around, Dave, it might be the best defense in the NFL, man. Um, Khalil Mack, I know you were stoked to see that cat bounce. But they have players at all three levels, and um, they're they're punishing teams. So if Kirk Cousins does get INT happy in this game, um, it could turn 
into a, a really bad day for a Viking fan. Um, but uh, I'm stoked to see this game. That is for certain. No doubt about it, Dave. But I know another game you'll be stoked to see. Ooh. And this is your Dallas Cowboys at the New Orleans Saints last year's game. Uh, was it pretty late in the season, Casey, when, the, oh, when yeah. this matchup yeah. happened? And it totally. was a, an awesome football game. And the Dallas Cowboys were uh, – well, came out on top of that one. Dallas on the road, though, here at New Orleans, Casey. What the heck? Cowboys favored by two and a half, bro. Yeah, dude, you see that? You think it's a misprint. Um, no. But these Dallas Cowboys are playing pretty damn good football. Yeah. Um, I think Dak has exceeded everybody's expectation except maybe his own. Um, he is running that Kellen Moore offense to perfection, dude. It's been a lot of fun to watch. Obviously, there's going to be a step up in uh, opponent and uh, uh, circumstance this Sunday playing in primetime in New Orleans. But Dak has met all the challenges so far, man, and it's been fun to watch him play. And Zeke, they've been able to work him back slowly. They haven't had to lean on, lean on him at all. And Pollard was obviously a nice compliment to them. Both of those guys went over 100 yards last week. That hadn't happened in like 20 years. So uh, the offense is great. Amari Cooper, dude, he would last week. I loved it before the Dolphins game. He's like, there's pro, pros over there, man. Those are good players. He yeah. stayed grounded and humble. It's nice to hear that out of the wide receiver yeah. uh, in well, today's he's not NFL. not on the Raiders anymore, Casey. <laughs> That's right. Break free, baby. <laughs> and then uh, the defense is kind of a work in progress, too. Demarcus Lawrence coming back from that shoulder surgery. He looks like he's rounded into form. Got Robert Quinn back off of the uh, two-game suspension and the broken hand. So, defense shaping up we know about the linebackers so um this is a huge game and dave i think it was a good thing that the cowboys saw these saints go and whoop them seahawks last week to know that there's a lot of talent on this saints team if you go in there thinking uh your s don't stink babe you're gonna get a wake-up call no doubt if they think that they're off the hook just because drew Brees is not in the lineup this weekend then they are sorely mistaken that will be a woeful mistake uh but teddy ridgewater hasn't lit it up like obviously Drew Brees would have conceivably. But Teddy could sort of find his way here along the way because there is a ton of talent on the Saints squad. Both sides of the football will start on the offense. Obviously, Alvin Kamara, one of, if not the most explosive uh, dual threat running back uh, in the NFL. Latavius Murray uh, backing him up. I've always been a huge fan of his. And Michael Thomas, arguably the most productive receiver in the mm-hmm. league, uh, just catches, you know, how about, what, 125 catches last year. Ted Ginn still getting it done. Jared Cook has really been a nice uh, player here as well for this offense. So uh, plenty for Bridgewater to work with. McVay, or excuse me, Sean Payton really needs to find a way to uh, get Bridgewater feeling comfortable because before Bridgewater's injury, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, way back in the way back machine, this guy was on a tear, a huge uh, ascension in the NFL, and this is yeah. Bridgewater's big chance, man. His chance, and we don't know how long Breeze is going to be out. Bridgewater just needs to grab a couple of W's. This would be a big one against the Dallas Cowboys because when it comes to playoff positioning down the road, <sighs> this might be a gigantic football game. But let's talk the other side of the football for the Saints team because it is a really balanced squad. Uh, last a couple of seasons, they've drafted exceptionally well, and that includes big-time defensive players, uh, uh, Davenport, and you've got uh, Lattimore back there. These guys are playing straight strong, strong defense, and, uh, you know, they've got their hands full coming into this weekend with the balance that the Cowboys are going to be coming at them, all the weapons the Cowboys are going to um, field, but 
this is a strong defense, like you said, coming off a really, really good performance last week. Um, surprising, uh, but it, they handled the, the, the Seahawks last week. So this is going to be a heck of a football game, dude. So, all right, man. Well, that is going to do it for this week's episode of The Trend Zone. Don't forget, folks, we're now available for subscription on Spotify as well as iTunes or Stitchers. Don't forget, you can check us out and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. And, of course, you can go to footballdudes.com for all of the good stuff there. So, for Casey, I am Dave. We are the Football Dudes, and we are out of here. Enjoy week four.